Before we get started today, I would like to take this time to say thank you to Lone Star Arms and Ammo for helping support the Sounder Podcast and True Hog Hunters Tournament. Lone Star Arms and Ammo is located at 477 North Sunset Strip in Kennedy, Texas, and is open Tuesday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., as well as Saturday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. With a wide range of guns to choose from, let the friendly and knowledgeable staff at Lone Star Arms help you make the right decision with your next purchase. Looking to sell a gun or are in need of a gunsmith, Lone Star Arms can help you with that too. And with their new Silencer Shot kiosk, buying and registering a suppressor has never been easier. You can call Lone Star Arms and Ammo at 830-299-5552 as well as check out their website at LoneStarArmsAmmoLLC.com for updates and news regarding products and services. Also, be sure to follow them on Facebook at Lone Star Arms and Ammo LLC. Thank you to Lone Star Arms for all that you do for the two-way community, as well as all the support you have shown us here at True Ballistics and the Sounder Podcast. Now, on to the show. Hello again and welcome back to the Sounder Podcast, the podcast dedicated to the Wall and Hogs. Hope everybody's having a great week out there. I want to go ahead and before I get carried away, um, so last week I talked about my friend Nebraska Joe coming down to Texas and uh, hunting some wild hogs and I was starting to kind of go into the details of the preparation and everything that, you know, leading up to his hunt. I realized that after editing and listening to it, I can't really tell the story as good as Joe could. So I'm going to have Joe on the show next week. Um, we're working out our schedule and going to basically just have him on, talk over the phone and uh, let him tell you his hunt and basically through the eyes, through the point of view of an out-of-stater, someone from Nebraska coming down here and seeing exactly how bad this problem is with wild hogs and uh, the different type of hunting. You know, down here he's hunting private land, up there a lot of public land, and uh, being able to take that meat back home. Uh, this is the second time Joe has come down here to hunt. He's been down here before, and uh, I know – from the first time getting that hog, taking it, getting processed, and, and feeding his family with it, he was really excited to be able to take a couple more back home with him and get some more meat. So uh, look forward to that. Look forward to having Joe on. Um, like I said, I just can't really give that whole hunting story any justice uh, as well as, as Joe can. So look forward to having him on next week. Um, so we're going to take a little, like, break about hog, hog – ah excuse me, hog hunting talk for a little while um, until we have Joe on because I want to just really quick dive into turkey season. We are in turkey season down here in South Texas. I am very excited to go chase some Rio Grands. Been seeing some really nice toms. Got some on our cameras, on our trail cameras. While Joe was actually down hunting, uh, we took a little walk on the property down the river bottom. And uh, I heard a couple sound off. I heard some hens chirping, and uh, we were sitting there talking, kind of like up on the uh, up on the bank of the river, looking down at the river and across our river on our neighbor's property. They have a really nice like pecan bottom, and there was just a huge group of turkeys, a lot of really nice big 
toms, some long bearded toms, uh, a couple of them strutting up, and it was just uh, that was a couple weeks before season started. It was just enough to really get the blood flowing and kind of get me into gear because I wasn't really thinking all that much about turkey season. This year is flying by so fast. Um, to be honest with you, I was completely un- like unprepared for it. Um, really been focusing on everything else with, with true ballistics, uh, with Joe coming down to hog hunt. Turkey season wasn't really something I was I was really thinking about, focused on. And now that it's here, it's like, okay, I got to I gotta get going. I got to get all my stuff together. So I will be going out this weekend. Um, me and my friend John are going to go out and, and hopefully uh, call up some birds first thing in the morning. I think he's going to go out uh, th- this evening on the property and see if he can locate a roost um, right before sundown. If, if he can find one that's you know, that we can hunt that's on the property. Uh, that will be our tactic. If not, we're going to go ahead and stick with the old plan of going down kind of like where the campsite is, setting up some decoys. I had a big tree limb fall down uh, this past winter, a uh, really, really big tree limb. It's going to give us enough uh, cover to kind of sit behind or lean up against. We can do that or we can kind of tuck into the brush next to the river uh, got a really nice open spot. It's been shredded. Uh, be a nice place to put our, our decoys, do some calling. I think we can get some birds coming in. So I'm really excited about turkey season. I haven't talked about it near as much as I have, you know, the previous years. Um, I have been hunting. This is going to be my third season, and I have yet to get a bird. I see them all the time. I, I, I kind of joke with people. Everyone says, you know, turkey's a, a really dumb bird, and I agree with them. I, I, I think turkeys can be flat-out stupid. Um, until you put a gun in your hand and you intend to hunt them. It's like all of a sudden they're aware that you're out in the woods hunting them and they can become really smart really quick. And turkeys have really great eyesight. So this is like the one animal that I really go out of my way and camouflage up for uh, because they will pick you out really quick, any movement, and they will spook and they'll be gone. So I, I hunt. Well, I, I hunt whitetail hogs, everything, usually in like a T-shirt and blue jeans. Um, I've really never focused on my camouflage as long as I'm being still. Um, more than anything with whitetail and hogs is covering your scent. Uh, you don't want them getting a whiff of you because that's their, their, main, their main defense is their sense of smell. So they have really great eyesight too. Well, these least deer do. Hogs not necessarily, but they can get a... a they get a whiff of you and they're going to be gone. So with Turkey though, you really got to be careful, really got to be still and camouflage up. And I'm looking forward to, uh, to seeing what the challenge is going to bring this year. You know, last year, John got a, got a nice young Tom. Um, I talked about that hunt. We ran all over the place, chasing birds. We were calling them. We had some show up in the field. They were a good, like 400 yards off. We had a decoy set up, started, calling back to them, but there was a hen. Those toms were focused on that hen, and they singled her out, and they were chasing her all over the property, and we just couldn't get them to, to commit to us. They were calling back to us. They were answering the call, but um, they had a hen in their sights, and it's really hard to get them off of her uh, when they start chasing like that. So we had birds in, like, every corner of the property, it seemed like, talking back. Birds across the river, birds up river, down river. They were they were just everywhere, but we couldn't get them 
to make the approach towards us and no matter it was like it was weird like we would hear birds you know several hundred yards up rear so we'd start kind of walking that way and we'd start calling again and they'd go quiet and the birds behind us that were downriver started talking to us again so we were kind of doing this big circle back and forth thing trying to see what was working and i think where we went wrong is we were simply just moving too much calling too much and uh i think those birds caught on pretty quick there was something kind of fishy going on however i we did we must have said something right because we did have some birds come through the spot that we sat and called for a few minutes. We just happened to get lucky. We had called the hunt. We were done. We were walking through the gate. Uh, we had a choice. If we went right, that takes us back home. If we go left, it's back down to the river bottom. I told John, you know what? We're already down here. Let's go see what the water looks like. So as we walk down there, we cross the gate. John's in front of me. I'm carrying a decoy, and he immediately crouches down, turns around, waves at me. He's got birds in sight. He's ready to make a shot. So I hang back, let him. I don't want to spook the birds. I don't want them to see me. I hang back. He creeps up, gets a shot on a bird, and then we hightail it down there. And I, we almost double up. Uh, I had the opportunity on a bird. However, um, it just wasn't. A clean shot these birds had ran into the brush um i could see i could see heads but i couldn't make out which one was a better tom and then there was some hens behind them and it just it wasn't a smart shot to take simply because i really didn't know what i was shooting and i could possibly get some hens behind them uh it, it worst case scenario kill one or, or wound one and i didn't want to do that so i held off um, I've had some really, really close calls with these birds. Like my first time ever going out and calling by mouth, um, without like a hand call or anything like that, just calling by mouth, no diaphragm call. Uh, that's how my dad would do it. Um, he would talk to those birds all the time. Dad wasn't like a big turkey hunter, but he knew how to call them. In fact, he had people that would ask him, Hey, you want to come out, call birds for me? And he would, he'd go sit call birds, drink a couple beers, and, and get them on one really, really quick. He was really good at it. So I just kind of did, you know, just mimicked what he would do the first time going out and turkey hunting. And I got into turkey hunting simply just to get out of the house a little bit more. Um, I don't like being cooped up and having kids and everything. You know, I love my children. I love my family. I, you know, love spending time with them. But I, I like to be outside and sometimes being cooped up. Uh, for days on end just really gets to me. So I use turkey hunting as a, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna pick this up, you know, to go outside more. Uh, my wife was cool with it. She lets me go out when I have time. The great thing about, like, turkey hunting is because I live on the properties, I can go out in the morning, uh, do my thing while the family's still asleep. And if the turkey hunt goes really well, we could be done before they even wake up, before they get their day started. So it works out for all of us. I can be back, help my, my wife get the kids ready for their day, and so on and so forth. So um, getting out there, calling these birds the first time, you know, I've always heard it's very difficult to get these birds to commit when they are across the river, um, almost impossible at times. And my first time going out calling, I actually had, I, I was in a, a great setup. I think it was a great setup. Um, I was tucked into some brush, the river to my back. I was looking at a clearing, the exact spot that we're probably going to be hunting on Saturday. Um, 
and I was ready to go. I had a feeder down here at this time. It had a little bit of corn in it, still in spring. And uh, the thing that really messed me up that morning is I, I really feel I would have got a bird. But it's late morning. Sun's up. There's a raccoon at that feeder, and he was chomping on some corn. So as I'm calling birds, this this hen, of all things, comes running in. And I could hear a gobbler. He just flies across the river. They're, they're not very gracious birds. They, they're uh, or, um, graceful birds, I, sh- I should say. They're not very graceful. And uh, you hear him crash and all that. He comes running up, too. Well, that hen, that hen saw the raccoon. And um, as soon as she saw the raccoon, she spooked, split, flew off. And I could hear that tom take off with, with her. So that's the way my hunt went. Very uh, disappointing to be so close, to, to have them talk back to me and to interact with me and really commit was, was a fun, really got me, like, into it. That was my first experience in it, and uh, I was hooked immediately. So that same morning, I figured, well, this spot's blown. They got spooked. I'm going to move upriver and hunt a corner of the property where I have seen large flocks in the past um hanging out so there's a spot i call the caliche pit and it's just an old dugout hole in the ground um with so there's some mop dirts some dirt mounds kind of hanging around it's great for like i can sit behind a mound do some calling the only thing that that really jacked me up was so my brother had some some decoys that he bought a few years back we had them stashed up in the top of the shed um in our little loft area, there's a, stairca- a staircase up that loft. I was planning on using um, those decoys that morning. Well, it's been a long time since I had gone and looked for them. Uh, that morning, I got my gun, got everything ready, go up in the top of the loft and find out that my dog had chewed up all the decoys. Um, he, at some point, climbed up that staircase, found those decoys, and decided that's what he wanted, and he ripped them to shreds. So I probably would have been successful had I had a decoy. But I'm hunting this spot in the Cleachy Pit. Same thing. I start calling. I got a tom across the river. He's gobbling right back at me. I give it a few minutes. I call again. He gobbles. He's a little closer. He's a little closer. He crosses the river. Now he's on the property. And I know it's like any minute. So I give out like one more, one more call, one more good call. And I, I'm hunting with a bolt-action 410. It is a uh, shotgun that we've had in the family for a really long time. And there's just, for some reason, I just want to kill a turkey with this gun. I can make life a lot easier and use a 12-gauge and, and really be fine with that. But I really want to get a turkey with this gun. It's just... Uh, it's part of the family history. It's been passed down. I like this gun. Uh, it was actually the first gun I ever used to dove hunt with. I kind of learned how to shoot on this gun. So to have it go out and kill my first turkey with it is something I'm really like excited about. So I know I need him to come in close. I can't be taking these long shots. Even though it does hold its group at a longer range, it's got a really long barrel on it. I'm not real comfortable with it quite yet. I really want them to come in close. Well, so uh, this this gobbler uh this tom he gobbles one more time and he's probably like 20 yards in the brush i just can't see him yet so i get ready to go um i figured he's gonna come out 
you know, I, I get set up at, at a, I'm looking, I'm in a position where I'm kind of like, um, I'm dedicated to this one spot. I'm in the open. He's going to have to basically walk right in front of my rifle. There's no moving around because he's going to see me. Um, so I'm set up, I'm ready to go. And lo and behold, he does what turkeys do and completely opposite of what I was expecting him to do. He actually ducks behind, he comes out, he ducks behind a, a brush pile. So while he's behind that brush pile, I, I use this opportunity to move, get set back up, figure he's going to come. Since he came from the right, I figured he'd pop out on the left side of that brush pile. I get ready to go. It ain't 15 seconds. He comes back the way he came. I'm not, I could see him, but I can't turn. He knows something is up. Like he went from, you know, bright blue head to red, and he knows there's something going on. And uh, he went from being puffed up and, and kind of aggressive to, you know, he, he's ready to take off. He's ready to run. There was no way to get a shot off on him. He wasn't, I, I could have shot, but he was, like I said, a little too far for me. I didn't want to wound the bird. And uh, so he got away that day. But a great Tom and a very exciting hunt. And that that really has been my, my experience as a hunting turkeys. And I'm hooked, and I cannot wait for this weekend. It's supposed to be gorgeous weather. Today is gorgeous weather. Um, we have been blessed with a little bit of rain. I'm hoping we get a little bit more. It's going to be great for these birds. I think part of what happened last year, I've already seen more turkeys this year than I did all of last year. I think that freeze didn't, didn't necessarily kill them off, but it really kind of like slowed them down. They didn't, they weren't as active as far as committing to calls last year. They were talking, but they weren't really moving. They were just kind of hanging out, um, and that could be simply because there's a lot of hens out there. Um, these toms are, are occupied with them. Uh, we're going to figure out wh what's going to happen this weekend, but I'm very excited. I think that we're going to have a great hunt. I hope we have a great hunt. J John is a, is a lot more experienced hunter than I am when it comes to turkeys. Um, he got to do a little whitetail hunting with us this year. He's the one that brought his muzzle loader and gave me the opportunity uh, to be able to put some meat in the freezer with that. During muzzle loader season, we saw some really nice whitetail on the property, and uh, it's going to be fun to hunt with them again because it's been a while. It's been it's been since muzzle loader that season that we've got to hunt and uh, really got to hang out. We've just been busy with work and life and everything else, so it's going to be nice to be able to get away, you know, just for a morning and then spend the afternoon, throw something on the pit and uh, maybe have a couple drinks. So looking forward to that. But we're going to take a really quick break. Um, like I said, stay tuned for next week because I'm going to have uh, my good friend Joe Robbins from Nebraska on the show to talk about his wild hog hunt down here in South Texas, and I think you're going to want to hear that. I can't give that story any like, I can't give it the respect that it deserves because I'm not the hunter. I wasn't feeling the nerves that Joe was feeling, pulling the trigger. He had a lot invested, you know, coming down here. You know gas prices are high. He drove all the way from Nebraska down to South Texas to hunt wild hogs, and uh, we wanted to get him some, some hogs so that he could have meat to take back home. So get ready to have him on the show next week. I'm going to take a real quick break with Sounder Podcast. We'll be right back. Something new we are incorporating this year on the Sounder Podcast is our weekly shout-out. 
The weekly shout out is all of us here at the Sounder Podcast and True Ballistics giving a small family owned and operated business that manufactures, sells to, or services the outdoor community a chance at free advertising to our listeners. This week's shout out goes to our good friends at Sight and See. For your outdoor gear, apparel, and accessories, visit sightandsea.com and support an American brand built for the adventurous lifestyle. From fishing and hunting to camping and lounging in your backyard, Sight and Sea has what you need to explore comfortably. You can find all their great products at sightandsea.com. That's S I G H T I N S E A.com. If you own or work for a small business that services the great outdoors or the men and women who work hard to keep this country great and would like to have your licensed company be our next shout out or are interested in sponsoring the Sounder Podcast and True Hog Hunters tournaments, email me at charlie at thesounderpodcast.com with a brief description of who you are and what you do, and you may just be our next shout out. From all of us here in the studio in True Ballistics, we want to thank you for tuning in to the Sounder Podcast. Now, back to the show. All right, and welcome back. Um, before I get carried away, I need to go ahead and, and announce the True Hog Hunters and Army Hog Hunters tournament leaderboards for the month. Remember, you can get signed up for these tournaments at www.trueballisticsllc.com forward slash tournaments. There is a one-time annual $7 membership fee. Once you pay that fee, you can join any tournament you want, and there is tournament fees. So, the, the $7 just a one-time charge, that gives you access to what tournaments you want to join. From there, you could pick one or both, excuse me, uh, one or both, and um, have your chance at winning some prizes every month simply for going out and eradicating wild hogs because we are giving these prizes out for most hogs eradicated. Uh, rules are simple. You go out, you hunt any way you plan on doing it, whatever is successful for you, as long as you're following your state federal laws you're not breaking any go out hunt um kill these hogs and then from there you take photos of them and you submit them online through our our website into the tournament we will look look at them make sure that everything is correct and that you know there's no duplicate hogs that you followed all the rules you cut the ear off you did everything that you're supposed to do um, and then from there, we will approve it. It will automatically update the leaderboard upon approval. You have access to the leaderboards, to the tournaments that you are a part of. So if you are just a member of True Hog Hunters, you will see that there is an Army Hog Hunter leaderboard, but you will not be able to see how many hogs are um, submitted for that month in that leaderboard. So, but because you're a member of the true hog hunters, you will see all the numbers and who's in what place and all the prizes that are involved in that. Um, I, I am a part of both tournaments. I know a lot of other guys are a part of both tournaments. It's a way to usually, if you're going to place in one, you're going to place in the other. It's a great way to double up on prizes. We're trying to get these prizes, you know, better as we get more people involved. We are getting more hog hunters involved. All of our competitors, I want to say thank you for being a part of this. All of our new guys that just joined, welcome. Best of luck to you. Uh, don't forget, 
This is very important. Just because you don't think you're going to be able to really compete for the month once you're looking at the leaderboard, if you got guys like like El Porco, for example, this month got 31 hogs, if you don't think that you're going to compete with that, but you you know you got some hogs, maybe you got them trapped, maybe you went out hunting, submit those hogs, get them turned in. It's very important because El Porco, yes, he's had a great month, but say he just drops off and doesn't submit any for the rest of the year and he's stuck at 31. Well, if you were to get, you know, the most hogs at the end of the year submitted, you're going to win a Sons of Liberty Gunworks AR-15 uh, given to you by so, uh, Lone Star Arms and Ammo. So you're going to end up winning a brand new gun chambered in 5.56 just for going out there and hunting hogs. True, uh, true hog hunters is giving out prizes every month. Uh, Army hog hunters giving out prizes every month. I recommend right now, okay, looking at the leaderboard, so we have Army Hog Hunters. Right now we have two people on the leaderboard. Army Hog Hunters giving away prizes for first through tenth place. So right now if you just get one hog submitted in Army Hog Hunters, you will win yourself third place uh, if no one else gets any more than you, and you're going to take home a bottle of Hotel Tango Whiskey Bourbon. And in these times, who doesn't need a stiff drink? There's also Wiley X sunglasses, there's all kind of like uh, we're giving away like cleaning kits, your your cleanser oil cleaning kits, Chiefs custom game calls. That's the that's the call I use for turkeys. There's all kinds of stuff that these guys are giving away. Uh, True Hog Hunters giving away a bunch of gear as well. Um, so get up, get signed up. It's really easy. If you have any questions, feel free to email me at charlie at the sounderpodcast.com. I'll get back in touch with you. Uh, most likely we'll, I'll just forward you my phone number and talk you through whatever, um, whatever you need help with if you are wanting to get signed up on this tournament. So a lot of hogs out there hunting is about to, to take a shift. We are going into farming season and, um, it's going to get, it's going to get different. Um, we've been getting these hogs coming into feeders here the past couple months and I got a feeling these hogs are about to make a change. They're going to be hitting those farm fields. They're not going to be coming to the feeders near as much. Granted, we need rain. We need rain really bad if these farms are going to be successful. Um, if we continue this drought that we're in, it's not going to be a good year for farmers. And the last thing that they need is for the, the little bit of crop they got coming up, um, especially with a shortage of fertilizer. Um, it's for these hogs to come in there and, and take out any more of their crops. So our job as hunters, get out there, do our part, hunt these hogs. They are a nuisance. They are like you don't want mice in your house. You don't want hogs on your land. It's the same thing. Mice go out and they, they urinate and defecate in your pantry and try to get in your food. Wild hogs do that outside with your livestock and with your farm. So very important. We get out there, hunt these things, get them taken care of. They are... Uh, non-native species they do not belong here and they are destroying our our native wildlife our native habitat so do your part get out there hunt these hogs but guys that's going to do me on time today thank you so much for tuning in to the sounder podcast reminder i'm gonna have nebraska joe on next week talk about his hog hunt down here in south texas you're one gonna you're gonna want to hear it from him yourself um really good guy i enjoyed hunting with him um and I think you're going to really like the story. So y'all have a good one. Y'all be safe. And if you're turkey hunting, best of luck to you. If all of y'all, best of luck in the tournament. Till next time, I'm out of here. <laughs>